0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.
1: Now, remember this last night. And
0: oh no! Luke Humphries was too good. Too good. We know we he's too good. And that just proves it. For the set. For 6-5. double seven. For 6-5. Luke Humphries returns for double eight
1: to claim the world title.
0: The ascension is complete. Luke Humphries is the greatest darting force on the planet right now.
1: Yeah, cool hand Luke himself, absolutely exceptional. 18 wins on the trot. He's won four majors uh, this year. And he was the deserved winner last night. He was 2-4 down and came back remarkably to just annihilate uh, Littler 7-4. Uh, uh, did you fall for the hype with the
0: fairy tale of the 16-year-old? I didn't. Ivan, I did. Yeah, I did. In fairness, like we all got involved in the hype. And Luke Humphreys, even himself, spoke afterwards and said, I know I've ruined the fairy tale ending here. Uh, but you've just spoken about the form Luke Humphreys has been in. Probably no one is surprised in in a realistic sense that he won the match last night and getting over the line was always going to be the tough thing for Luke Littler. The double two he missed to go 5 2 up.
1: Mm. I mean, that reminds me of so many GAA matches. If, you know, the ball hadn't hit the bar and ifs and maybes. I mean, let's look at it in the cold light of day. When this tournament started, Luke Humphreys was third in the world on the up. The young fella. Was 164th in the world. I mean, if you had any normal appraisal of it, you would you wouldn't be betting four to six, five to four. Yeah, but would you have
0: said that before he played? Brad I said Dolan or, on radio. But well, what, no, yeah. no, but I mean before he played Barniveld. No, no, Barneveld, no. Okay. Well, well. Barney's uh,
1: not at the force. He was
0: no, but look, look. Had, had some very, very big wins at that word, Championship. And, and, uh, uh, you know, uh,
1: Luke Humphreys gave me heart failure. He nearly got knocked out twice. He was 3 1 down, and then he had to go to sudden death yeah. in the last set. So, you know, he has lived on the edge, but he's in, leaving aside his skill, you know, highest percentage on out doubles and, mm. and, and, and drove this. He's very resilient. Like, he brings out his best when he's under the most
0: pressure. He's got the calmest throwing style you'll ever see. Like, he just looks like a man totally in control. And even when Littler wins a couple of sets and goes 4-2 up and gives it lows to the crowd, you can see Humphreys' face quite composed. Some players wouldn't have dealt with that the way Luke Humphreys dealt with it. Like, he's 28. You talk about Luke Littler and how many tournaments he could go on to win. Luke Humphreys could win the next, you know, he will certainly be in contention for the next three or four World Championships, you'd imagine at his age. What like, do you say to those like Andrea Gilligan that say darts isn't a real sport? You see, Ivan, I was listening to, to yourself and Andrea talk about that yesterday. Such poppycock. F- but for once, I agreed with you. And I was coming on today thinking, I never, ever in my what do you life mean? have you come have on discre-
1: Why do have to go and spoil it all? I know. We're saying for once. I know. I mean, I know you're a man used to <laughs> and you're going through a nightmare at the moment <laughs> for the last 10 years.
0: But, uh, uh, okay. So... Uh, it is a sport, and, well, well, like, and the, the thing is, it is a sport. And 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 Luke Littler, regardless of losing that match yesterday, is going to do un, un, unknown things. Do for the you sport. think when you're well,
1: a prodigy like that, mm. are there examples of other people, you know, who actually don't go on? You know what I mean? Because they're actually nerveless, yeah. but actually. When they reflect on it and they grow up a bit the nerves and they overthink it.
0: Possibly Uh, and that's the the problem about about his age as well. There was a moment uh, Kirk Shepherd, 2008 final 1,000 to 1 outsider gets to the final. He lost his tour card last year he went on to do absolutely nothing thereafter. There is the danger that happens to Luke Littler But I think the way he go, he carries himself, it's been said a million times. He doesn't seem like a sixteen-year-old. That's not just just to do with his look. And he was winning at twelve. He you was know, like he's, there is a pedigree he behind was him. He's playing 20, under twenty-one starts yeah. at that age. Do you know? So he has been around. He knows how to play against. Uh, so you forward. you think he could dominate the sport like Phil the Power? I don't know if he would go on to dominate the sport. Um, he has to look after himself. All this talk about kebabs and vapes and all the rest and the way he's going to spend his 200 grand now is, is all well and good. It's a bit it's a bit of a joke. It's funny. Yeah. Um. And I was doing the maths. I think he can buy 30,000 kebabs if he wants for his 200 grand. And and look, so be it if he decides to spend it that way. The problem is he needs to have a good head in his shoulders. Luke Humphrey's had a bit of weight on him uh, a few years ago. He's lost that weight. He's taken it a little bit more seriously now. Mm. You look at the prize money involved. That's what players have to do. Luke Littler is not going to get get by with with um, putting on the beer mm. belly and, and and all the rest over the next number of years, and that's one of the reasons why darts is being taken seriously now. You said it on air yesterday mm. yourself; it's it's gone away from that pub image, the the beer bellies. no the, oh, the discipline, it's, it's
1: athletic completely, and, and both mentally and and physically. Now, talk to me about other prodigies: uh, Wayne Rooney, Shane O'Donnell. Talk to me so, some of the ones that you know made a
0: similar. You know, huge impacts at a young age. Yeah, well, I'm looking at different, different ages. So if you're looking at, at that sort of vintage of, of 16, like Lute Littler is, Tom Daly at 15 was the world diving champion. At 16, we all remember that Wayne Rooney goal against Arsenal past David Seaman. And that, that was a goal where, again, the headlines were very similar to Lute Littler. Clive Tilsley said in commentary, you remember the name Wayne Rooney? And a lot of people at the time were thinking, well, look, it's one goal, albeit a brilliant goal. Maybe he won't go on to the big, big, big things like, like Lute Littler is expected to do. But Rooney did. So the, he dealt with the expectation of the pressure. Ronnie well, so Sullivan, He hasn't
1: been a manager. Uh, well,
0: he hasn't been a great manager yeah. in fairness so
1: far. But, uh, in fairness, Derby County didn't give him... No- who else have we got? Yeah, you've
0: it? got Ronnie O'Sullivan at 17 years and 11 months who won the UK Championship, takes the trophy in to visit his father in prison as well. Pele at 17 uh, uh, years and 8 months wins the World Cup. Boris Becker, another another person as well. Martina Hingis, by the way, at 15 was winning a Wimbledon doubles championship at senior level, which is quite remarkable. Uh, tennis seems to be one of those sports, Ivan, you, you mentioned the word prodigies. It seems to be the sport that really can deal with prodigies and, and let them mm. gr- grow and flourish. Golf to some extent as well. Maybe when you're, when you're a young golf superstar, you can go on to bigger things and keep the head... Um. so it these individual sports it can be quite Boris tough Boris
1: Becker was very young when he made that Wimbledon impact
0: yeah 17 years of age uh, and, and like the difference in a year or two at that point like you even look at the League of Ireland uh, uh, Ivan and, and see the likes of Mace Amelia at 15 years of age playing Gav Mizzuno was playing League of Ireland senior football at such a young age as well um, those players have to be nurtured have to be look at, looked after it's going to take someone they all need someone at home to look after them as well Evan Ferguson for example had his father Barry who was a footballer himself kind of with the arm around the shoulder this is how you deal with things this is how you cope don't let the money get to your head. Um, and that's one thing Luke Littler is going to have to do now. Because there's actually a case in point
1: right now, the Leinster number 10. Mm. Charlie, what's his name? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, he, they started him in the match against Ulster. And the idea, is: do you play him often and give him game time
0: or do you protect him? Well, this is the, this is the point. And, and that's, that's something that in rugby is done very well as well. Leo Cullen has the problem of the fact that all the Leinster Academy lads won't get game time at senior level because there's so many of them and the, the, the competition there is so uh, intense. They have to be dealt with the right way. Luke Littler will only have uh, numerous people coming to him now from a sports psychology point of view. Ronnie O'Sullivan always had Steve Peters and the chimp paradox and this idea of, of dealing and coping with stress, coping with the, the fact that you're in an individual sport. Uh, you see the, the, the golfers, for example, in the Ryder Cup, uh, Ivan, as well. They love that. They love the team sport. The fact that once uh, every whatever number of years they get to be involved in a team. Littler is going to have to cope with the fact that he has all that pressure on his own shoulders he uh, he said himself after the match last night you know they were they're were asking him do you want to go on and win this tournament now it was such a stupid question basically mm. at, this, at, this, at the outset of it but he said I want to go on Do you think on. he'll be in the Premier League? I think he will I think he will And there, there was He's hint- a bit of a draw He is a massive draw and there was hints last night there was kind of a, an outline on, on Sky of the, the potential figures that were going to be there there's one outline that is very much a little shift. Shift. Mm. Figure if we're going to look at it that way. Uh, but you want the big names there. You want. The yeah, girls. bring it from the back page to the front page. 100. But he's in the top 32 now, so that that's one advantage for. What him. about the GAA? I mean, you have
1: minor, you have under 20 21s, all that kind of thing. So there is a progression system. Uh, was it Babs Keating at a very young age came on barefoot or something <laughs> yeah. for
0: Tipperary? Uh, well, what's the track record of GAA people? You see, in GAA, it seems uh, because of that what you mentioned, the minors, the 21s it's tougher for GA players at 15 16 like you see in the League of Ireland or you see in darts or snooker or tennis to come through and play When's the last, you don't see a 15 year old or 16 year old playing in All Ireland Senior Football Championship final that's not to say that there aren't players out there who would be capable of it but in, the Gael, in Gaelic games and hurling it just seems that there are blocks there Shane O'Donnell the, the name you mentioned that 2013 final when he comes on and scores a hat trick for Clare I think it was 19 years of age the the famous story was the Davy Fitzgerald you know because he was so young didn't want to even tell him that he was starting the until the the morning of the match didn't want him sleeping the like night before having the sleepless night and and thinking about the match itself um so then he wakes up the next morning he's told he's going to play. And he does what he does. I'd love to see in Gaelic games and hurling, and some people will disagree with this on the text, I have no doubt, uh, players at, at 16, 17, if they're ready, playing in an All Ireland Senior Football Championship, a hurling Championship final or a ladies' football final. You see it in ladies' football far more often. You see it in Camogie as well. Cora Staunton was playing for Mayo, I mean, when she was 13, 14 years of age at senior level, which is quite incredible. You don't see it in the men's game as often, uh, but I'd like to see a little bit more of it uh, and, and kind of build up these prodigies and, and look after them as well. The media probably have a responsibility and that was something that, that Gary Anderson pointed out about Lute Littler this week. The media putting so much pressure on someone like Lute Littler can be a dangerous thing. But then again, it's such a media story like Fallon Sherrock was in the darts in 2019 that you have to talk about it, you know?
1: Well, one thing that I have to talk to you about with is, Here we go. is you know, you know where this is going, straight to Old Trafford. <laughs> so Mourinho was a great manager elsewhere and since and he was, he was dumped uh Gunnar Sonskar was supposed to be the next coming and he was dumped. Uh you had is it Rangwick or uh, Ralph yeah. Yeah, yeah, you had him. And now you have uh, Ten Hag. Uh sorry, are you looking for his
0: head? Um it's getting close to the head rolling. Not, yet, is Not it? just yet. Not just yet. You don't want to become a sacking club, Ivan, and and that's. Well, they have come become a sacking club. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, like the likes of Manchester City, they they only have fans in the last ten years or so. So, it, like, this is a club with a lot of pedigree and history that that goes back. Well, a long, all this long time.
1: happened after. Um who was the legend guy? Uh, the the ba- bu- yeah, No, no, before him, Busby. Oh, uh, Matt Busby, of course. Yeah, Matt Busby. They went through the very same thing. They had about 10 managers uh, and it just was impossible to replicate what Busby babes had done and all that. And it's going to be impossible to do what Fergie's done. Do you blame it all on the Glazers? Because <laughs> uh, like, I thought they were going to do the Saudi deal for five billion, new future for the club. Mm. But instead they did this 25% deal with Ratcliffe, or whoever it was, which actually gave uh, the Glazers money rather than the club money. Ah
0: it's farcical. The Gla- and the Glazers have won this battle because now they, they get all the all the money still and the and the dividends and all, all the rest, and yet none of the footballing blame. That'll rest with Jim Radcliffe and Ineos in- now, no doubt, because they've they've taken all that. They don't care about how the football team does. They only care about filling their pockets. That Rocco Gibraltar moment of JP McManuson in, in 05 is was a turning point for Manchester United. I don't blame it all on the Glazers, but I blame a lot of it on the Glazers, and uh certainly Ericton Hag. And his recruitment hasn't been exactly up to speed. They need a director of football in there who's going to bring proper players in. Look at Man City signings, They're, they've been unbelievable. Uh, United bring in players like Casemiro, Varan, who's about to be shipped off, Reguilon, who's way back to Spurs. Uh, it's like, as, as, as if they haven't spent money. They have. They've spent a lot of money. A lot of money on duds, let's be honest. Yeah. Onana in gold is a dud so far. And that's not to say he'll always be a dud, but David De Gea was dumped in such a way that, uh, you know, for 10 years service, the club uh, left a bad taste in the mouth for a lot of United fans. I don't know who the option is apart from Ten Hag out there at the moment. There are no obvious... But there was a time when Pochettino was available before mm-hmm. they brought in Ten Hag. Uh, so I'd love to hear from United fans as well who they think should be brought in. Um, maybe Stephen Kenny. Uh, I've <laughs> <laughs> right. It's <That's> a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Shane uh, Hannon,
1: uh, producer and presenter with Off The Ball, filling us in on darts, prodigies and still retaining some hope that Man U are going to turn it around. Uh, I...